Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also tuning in to our online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. We're excited to welcome back Dr. Teresa A. Smith to our broadcast. You guys have known her online through uh, Dr. Taz. We're going to talk to her not only about her journey as an author and motivational speaker, which she's excited about for 2024. She has some great new projects coming up, including a new star, a new show that debuted this year. We're also going to let her talk to you guys about her own encouragement for you as you're going through your own transformation in life and looking forward to making 2024 a year to remember. Dr. Taz, always a pleasure speaking with you. Thanks again for the time. Thank you so much, Cyrus, for having me. Hey, look, the pleasure is definitely all mine. So if you can believe it, Dr. Taz, by the time our audience is hearing this conversation, either for the radio side here in Mississippi or online through the podcast, we are literally over halfway through the first month of 2024. First of all, I want to talk to you about your 2024. What has it been like for you to kind of settle into this year and think about your goals for this year? Cyrus, you know, I am so excited, and like you said, we're almost halfway through the month, and I'm realizing just how quickly things are moving, so I've got several projects, and I'm massaging them every day, and it's like, you know, it's like, which way does she go, because it's so much happening, and it's happening quickly, but I'm very excited about everything. Yeah, I want to talk about that because isn't I mean that what you just said can be exciting. It can also be nerve wracking, Taz. And for our audience out there, and you're a perfect person for us to talk to about this for our audience perspective because a lot of them may be feeling overwhelmed already in 2024 because things are moving so fast. How do you make the decision on how you prioritize? Because I think for a lot of people out there, they have a lot of irons in the fire. They have a lot of things they want to do. It may be hard for them to decide in what order to do it or how to get it done. How does Taz go about approaching that? Well, you know, Cyrus, I am an organizer, so I organize everything. And I'll be honest, I was trying to do too many things normally. And so I scaled it down to what am I going to accomplish that week? What am I going to accomplish in that particular month? And I'm taking everything on a quarter basis now. And I'm doing what we used to say when I worked at our State Department of Education. I am building the plane while we are flying it because there's so many balls in the air and you have to continually massage this ball, that ball, in order to keep the plane moving. And so that's the way I'm looking at it now. And do I give myself grace? Absolutely. Um, Today is Friday. And uh, for me, Friday is my day to not be on social media. I made that decision about a year ago. It just sort of happened that I am not going to be on social media on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Now, periodically, I might post something or I may look at someone else's information, but the structure that I go through that process in order for me to post, I've backed off from that because I believe that I have to have time to decompress. And if I'm never decompressing, think about that plane, that the, the engines are smoking and you don't know when the plane is going to drop because the engines have not had an opportunity to cool down. They haven't had, um, <clears throat> they haven't had maintenance. And so we have to allow ourselves the maintenance. And for me, that means disconnecting, 
taking the time away, doing some things that I like to do so that I can reflect on everything that's happening and then modify my plan as needed. But, you know, you can't modify something in process if you're so immersed in it because you don't see where your roadblocks are coming. You just keep going full steam ahead, and eventually you hit a brick wall. And that's not what you want to do because when you hit that brick wall, then you may be to not keep trying versus just regrouping and perhaps going a different way. And so, you know, being mindful about what you do and when you do it and how much time you use to reset your body and your mind is so important. Such a great point, and and that's right. And being able to to take that time to actually do that assessment definitely is key as well. So, Taz, a lot of people got to know you, myself included, through your book Stronger. Since then, you've written other books, including, of course, Transformation and Transformation: The The Bounce Back. So, you've shared a lot of your story. Um, you know, as you kind of have gone throughout this journey and also, of course, given advice for others, but your story continues. So I want to talk about how Taz is using transformation herself in 2024, because one of the things that we've talked about before is transformation is an ever-going process. How do you keep yourself mindful of that, Taz, that even though this is a new year for you and you're doing a lot of new things, that you're continuing to grow and evolve and to change? Well, you know, Cyrus, it's a lot of positive self-talk. And prior to our conversation here, I was working on a project, one of my many projects. I was working on a project, and it appeared that things were not going to go the way I wanted. But I said to the person that I was speaking to that I was, you know, sort of reflecting with, I said, that's okay if it doesn't, because now I understand what I'm doing. Now I have some information to pull from. And so that was how I sort of talked myself down, the emotional intelligence. I didn't allow myself to go, ee, meaning e guys, meaning that I just lost it, you know, because it appeared that what I was trying to accomplish, I couldn't accomplish. And so believe it or not, I sat back down at my computer, and what I was trying to accomplish, I've now been given grace. And I can at least resubmit something. And so for me, that was just a really aha because I chose to engage with that um, that potential barrier in a different manner. And as a result of that, if I was using my, um, I'm going to say my astrological, my something-something mindset, those good vibes that I was sending out came back to me. And so what I do is when things like that happen, I remind myself, okay, you had a challenge there, but it worked out okay. You had a challenge here. It worked out okay. So don't go off the deep end and start doubting what you're doing because you have challenges. It's only through the challenges that we grow. And if everything is just rosy all the time, like I would tell people, then you need to look at that because nothing in life is rosy all the time. Life is, uh, when you live it, it's hills and valleys. You know, so yeah. you're going up the hill, then you come down into the valley, and you go up again. And that's how I help to keep my own self motivated as I go through all the changes that I'm still experiencing every day. Taz, you said you said a couple of times already in this conversation about the importance of giving yourself grace. It's one of the things that I talk about and I try to share with other people as well. That is easier said than done, though, especially when we put these goals in front of ourselves and when people put their own expectations on us, especially for those, of course, who work outside the home. You know, they, of course, have people putting expectations on them and deadlines. 
How do you get to that point? Again, I'm thinking about our audience here. How do you get to a point where you're able to do that, to give yourself that permission to not get everything done on the today list, to not be all things to all people? How did you get to that point? Well, I'm going to see if I can say this the right way. I remember when I was working in corporate America in our State Department of Education, and I heard it other places, but when I heard it there, I could see it sometimes in in practice. You know, you'll hear people say that, you know, if you die today, they will mourn you for a couple of days, they will pack up your debt for your family to come and get, and then they will move on. And lo and behold, they will most likely hire two people to do the job that you were doing, two or three people. And I've seen things like that occur. And so as I'm getting um, wiser and I'm becoming more seasoned in life and in age, I look at that and I'm like, okay, you have to make a decision. You know, you don't control anything, and I talk about that because I really think control is like a defense mechanism, and that's the reason sometimes people seem to be so controlling because in actuality we don't control anything in life. So it's like you don't really control that, but you can control how you interface with it. And so for me, you know, I have my moments, but I always give myself a little moment, a little grace, and then it's like snap out of it because if I stay in that state, then I don't make any progress. And I gotta make progress on my job on my job. You know, I gotta make progress with my relationships, et cetera. So whatever it is that is um buying for my time, I have to put that time there in order for it to be fulfilling in the manner that it's supposed to be. So it's about being intentional, it's about being mindful and also being honest. You know, some days I'm just not I'm not a hundred percent. So that means, and I know those days, when I do my work as a professor, I'm not as effective. And the people are like, but you did a good job. Yeah, but that's from your perspective. It's not from my perspective because I know how effective I am and efficient when I'm 100%. So, again, it's about paying attention to who you are and the different relationships, how you interface in those relationships, and then determining how you can interface in a manner that protects you uh, physically, emotionally, psychologically. Because if you're not protected, then it's very easy for the egg, if you are the egg, to crack. And, you know, yeah. you couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back again, you know. So. Right. Right. Such a great point and such a great reminder. I want to say for those who are just tuning in on the radio side or online, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome back Dr. Teresa A. Smith or Dr. Taz. We're talking with her about her 2024, what it's been like for her to hit the ground running, but also what it's been like for her to keep mindful about her own limitations and making sure she's taking care of herself. That is actually one of the things we hear you say a lot, Dr. Taz, is the importance of taking care of you. And again, as I mentioned, you've given the world great books to do that. One of the ways you've been able to also do that is through uh, sharing Transform with Taz, uh, your, your show, Taz in the Kitchen. So I want to talk about the, the role of, of, of your, your health in all of this, because a lot of people, that is part of their, their resolve for, for the new year always, is to be a healthier version of themselves. How are you looking at that aspect of your life this year? Well, Taz, the first thing that I'm looking at is I have to disconnect. You know, I've changed roles as far as my profession, and I'm setting boundaries. I went into this year setting boundaries because it's very easy for me to work um, 14 hours on my main, on my primary job, and I just can't do that. 
um, because I'm in a learning curve right now. Um, and so, therefore, I feel that pressure, but I've said you got to ease off of it, you know, because you have to take care of you uh, in order to take care of my students. And so that's how I'm doing it. I'm limiting when I sign on for work and when I sign off because it's not, I'm not going to be effective or uh, socially, emotionally competent to work with my students when I'm compromised. And certainly when you're working that many hours a day, without rest or taking breaks, you're going to be compromised, and I don't want to do that. So for me, the biggest thing right now is taking scheduled breaks, working in chunks. You know, so I do this in a chunk, then I step away. I do that in a chunk, and then I step away. And so far, that's working for me, but I will say that I'm very um, mindful of things that are happening with me. You know, when I wrote uh, The Bounce Back, I talked about – in there about the dental issue that I had that was sort of bizarre. You know, I had to get a mouth guard. Well, last Thursday night, I realized I'd popped my retainer, and I have permanent retainers. So uh, I started out the dentist this week, and they took the top bar off, and now we're working on a plan for me. But when that happened, it was a reminder. I'm like, okay, now you've popped your bar. That got your attention. Have you been out of balance? So now I'm like, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like little subtle things, and maybe it would have gotten past me, but I know that I was having um, problems with my teeth, and they couldn't figure out what was wrong. Uh, initially, I was well, the second problem was not what I was having the problem with, but they just couldn't figure it out, and it's like, okay, you got a subtle signal here. You need to pay attention to the warning signs, and I am. So I'm like, let me back up. Because the worst thing that could happen is that I willingly compromise my health. And so I'm like, yeah. back up, sit down. Such a great reminder. And we all have to do that. And, and it can be challenging for those who may have families and other responsibilities. But really, this is so important that we continue to be able to do that. Tazma, you also, as you are making those changes and making those adjustments as you move forward, you also bring in some new things into 2024. And one of those is a show that has a very personal family connection. So first of all, talk to our audience about the new show and how it came about. Well, thank you, Cyrus. It is very personal to me. I am the oldest of um, three girls. And so my youngest sister, we did not grow up together because I'm 18 years older than her. And um, But the funny thing is that we spend a lot of time talking. We travel together. And when we're talking, we have these rich conversations, you know. And I'm like, God, that's a good nugget. Somebody needs to hear that. And I told her over a year ago, I'm like, you know, I want you to do a show with me. And she's like, no. I'm like, please. And she's like, no. But I didn't take no for an answer because she was completing her second master's at the time. And so she completed that. And then she's like, I can't talk about that, you know. And I understood because when you've been working during your primary job, got kids, and you're in school, you know, graduate school, it's hard. So we, I uh, gave her a couple months, and so in November we finalized the fact that we were going to start our new show, which is called Real Talk with Taz and Anjaya. It's unfiltered conversations, unforgettable moments on Taz Tuesdays on IGA, IGA, on IG um, at 8 p.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Central. And so we're just having therapeutic but humorous conversations, which is what it's like when I'm talking to her and there's not an audience. 
And I felt that it's a good role model because, one, you've got two siblings. We're working together. You know, sometimes there can be sibling rivalry. You've got the age difference. And so I learned so much from her because I don't know slang very much. And it's not necessarily slang. It's just the, it's just the current language. I don't want to say hip because that makes me sound even older. But, you know, it's the <laughs> current language, you know. And so I always get a kick out of it because I'm always like, well, what does that mean? Because I don't, I don't know what it means because I don't have kids, and so I'm not around younger people. And so I wanted uh, to put something out that could be humorous, that could be a learning vehicle. And I'll be honest, for me, it's somewhat of a stress reliever because I just get to be myself. So the audience will see perhaps a different side of me, and they're going to be like, well, what? Well, yeah, because, you know, the mirror has three faces, uh, and that's a reference to a Barbara Streisand movie. And so everybody has different components of them, and I believe that the various components call to certain people or certain audiences. And I believe there will be people that I will be able to reach through the Real Talk with Taz and Angelia that I wouldn't reach traditional transformation. There are people that I will probably reach through Todd's in the kitchen because I am so foolish when I'm in the kitchen because I just, ugh, it's just so fun to me. Um, and I make the funniest sounds, and I really enjoy myself. You know, so even when I'm talking to individuals that I'm interviewing, it's a different side of me. So that may resonate with a different audience. So for me, it's another way of reaching my audience and also sharing a component of myself with them. You know, Sasha, you would probably semi-agree with me because things are constantly changing. But, you know, with social media, people want to see who you are every day. They want to yeah. see you at the grocery store. They want to see you getting your nails done. Well, I don't do too much of that, but you get a chance now to look at what I'm like when I'm talking to my sister. Now, the only yeah. thing they probably won't hear is maybe a educated word or two. We're going to call it an educated word or two. And we're going to wink, wink on that. You know, because sometimes an educated words come out. But, you know, when I used to work with the kids, they used to laugh at me and say, Miss Smith, why do you say that? Because I would say, I can't even say now. I would never say the F word. I would say something. I don't know what it was. It'll come out probably on the show. Because I, I don't even think of it because it's, such a, it's just automatic because I don't ever say the F, real F word. And the kids would just look at me and say, why are you saying that? Because you know how you bump into something and you hurt your hand or something? They say, right. why are you saying that word? You know, fooey. That's the word I would say. I would say fooey. And they would be like, fooey? I'm like, yeah, fooey. So, like I said, it's just a wonderful other part of my personality, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. but So let's talk about impact here, Taz. What has it been like for you to, through the books, through the cooking, through the new show, what has it been like for you to see the impact you've been able to have on those who are following your journey and look up to you and respect you? Getting kind of scary because I can see the influence growing, and, you know, you prayed for it, you fast for it, now you got it, now what you going to do? Um, it's scary, but I've been working a long time for it, and I just want to be ready to provide to those who look up to me for advice or uh, as a role model. I just want to be that for them. Uh, so it's a lot of responsibility. I'm excited about it, but, you know, like I said, it's scary because what is it? Uh, I'm not thinking about Spider-Man. With, with, great, with great powers come great responsibility. Yeah. It's a responsibility, you know, and are you ready for that responsibility? 
you know, can you still be authentic with that sort of responsibility? And so uh, eyes open in 2024. Um, and that's another reason why I have to disconnect. That's another reason I have to eat properly. I got to sleep. I got to get exercise because I want to, when I show up, I want to be the best version of myself because I owe that to them. Mm-hmm. And you owe it to yourself as well, right? I mean, you, you owe it to you to be to be the best you possible as well. So, Taz, you know, I, I won't ask you about resolutions. I, I don't make resolutions myself. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure if you do too. But I do want to ask you yeah. about about your goals because I think goals are so important. What would you say to our audience out there? Maybe their 2024 is not starting off exactly how they planned. They had great intentions, but it's not starting off exactly as planned. As we talked about at the very beginning of this conversation, it's moving fast. What would you say to them about giving themselves grace but also not giving up on themselves quite yet? Well, first of all, give yourself grace. Uh, Learn from the misstep. Learn from the things that disappoint you. Learn from the people that disappoint you. And, you know, my business is called DQ Consultants, and DQ stands for don't quit. So you never quit. You keep going. But that doesn't mean you keep going without stopping, resting, reflecting. You do all of that too, but you then keep going. It's almost like I said, the hills and the valleys. You know, when you're in that uphill, it's great. When you're going down into the valley, it's not so great. That's when you're doing that work, that internal work, in order to go back up the next hill. And that's when you don't quit as you're doing that work. So just remember that it's cycling. And no one, as I always say, no one, if they're really honest, is everything goes the way they want it. Not yeah. everything. Most things may go the way they want it. But so, again, you know, just take it in stride. Don't feel that you can't achieve something just because you have a setback. You know, setbacks are there for your comeback, and you need to use it as a springboard to go further than what you thought you were where you were headed. You're going to go further down the road. Yeah. Such a great point and such a great reminder, I think, for all of us, Taz. Again, everyone, Dr. Teresa A. Smith has been our guest. Dr. Taz is how you've gotten to know her in a variety of ways, either through her cooking, her work as an influence, she's an author, motivational speaker, a media personality in her own right with, with shows that you all are able to watch and enjoy. Taz, you know, I, I, as we kind of have talked about, you know, what you're doing starting off this year, what should our audience be on the lookout for as we're going throughout this year? Well, more fun times with my sister with Real Talk with Taz and Anjaya on Tuesdays with Instagram, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central. Also, I have been the holdup. I am not doing editing myself. Guys, that means I'm having to learn to do this. And when I don't do it often, I forget, and I have to be taught again, and then I forget. <laughs> so I'm just being transparent. I am editing yeah. interviews for my uh, Transform with Taz show. And uh, my goal is to get that season out because I just have been the holdup. You know, I'll be honest, you know, last year I was bouncing back, and so I did some things, but I just couldn't push myself. And so my goal is to get that next season out uh, so that I can move on to the next one. And so um, that's what you got to look forward to, the new season of Transform with Paz, my cooking segment, and then my interviews. And then I've got a few other things that are going on, Cyrus, but, you know, I'm not putting that out. I want it to be a surprise because the one thing I've also learned that will help folks, you don't have to share everything. 
because the worst thing you can do is share it, and then you're not able to meet your goal, and you feel some kind of way because life does happen. So, you know, I didn't get my show out last year. That's fine. I did the promo for it, but I didn't get it out. But hopefully I will get it out this year. Uh, So who knows? I think there are going to be lots of different things uh, that you will see this year that may be a bit surprising. So I'm still buckling myself in for the ride in 2024. Love that. So, Taz, how can our audience stay connected with you and kind of keep up with the updates? Well, the best thing to do is just to follow me on Instagram, Dr. Teresa Smith. I've got my link tree uh, in my bio, and it will connect you to all things Taz. All right. Dr. Taz, always a pleasure speaking with you. Always enjoy our conversations, and I know our audience do as well. And definitely looking forward to our next chat together. Thank you so much, Cyrus, and a happy new year to you and all the best with what you have going on. Well, thank you. Same to you, my friend. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Now let's go make today amazing. Take care. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.